You are now listening to the following program on the Mixed Kill Media Network. In a world that seems upside down, there is a man who uses his opinion as a weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McTaggart is this man. And this is the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast, episode 41. I am the host, Kevin McTaggart. Let's see, um, welcome. I've already said welcome. Why the hell are you saying welcome again? Jesus fucking Christ. Nothing going to go right today, I just don't understand. Um, okay. Um, let's see. What the fuck do I want to talk about today? What's going on this week? Um... This week has been interesting. Let's let's start from the beginning. It hasn't really been interesting, but it's just... It was, I, th- I think I'm just going to start from when, like, from last Sunday, and we'll work our way up to here. Okay, we'll talk about the topics that we'll do it sort of timeline-wise. Okay, today is how we're going to do it. Um, the first thing, let's see. So last Sunday, last Sunday, I uh, tried to watch SummerSlam last night, or last Sunday. Um... It was a very busy TV night on Sunday because I was tr- I tried to watch SummerSlam. It was alright for the most part from what I saw. I I just wasn't. I mean, honest. Summer SummerSlam was okay. I, I, well, actually, I thought the main event was pretty good. The Fatal Four Way was a pretty brutal match. Um, but I didn't get to see most of it. I probably missed, like, half of SummerSlam, mostly because my computer kept freezing up, and I had to keep rebooting and restarting, and it was just really fucking annoying. But I'm I'm told it was a good show, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't really want to start off by talking about SummerSlam anyway. Because um, in the middle of SummerSlam, the second-to-last episode of Game of Thrones for the season was on, and I had to watch that. That took... A lot more priority, and that that show was actually that episode was actually an hour and fifteen minutes. So, yeah, I didn't know it was an hour and fifteen minutes beforehand. Like I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, oh wow, there's like ten minutes left. What, what the fuck are they gonna do next week? And then I looked at the time, and I'm like, you know, the schedule, and it said that it was airing until ten fifteen. I'm like, oh. I've got a whole half hour left of stuff to do, to look at, to get worried about. Because that's what happens when I watch Game of Thrones. I get worried about characters and what's going to happen to them. I care more about characters on TV shows than I do members of my family and friends. What does that say about me? That I'm more invested in whether the fake characters on television or movies live but I don't give a shit about people in real life. I don't know what that makes me, but I just think that's that's pretty funny that I that I realized. I just realized that. But anyway, yeah, so, like, it was a pretty damn good episode. It, yeah, it, it's been a week. I'm going to give out spoilers. <laughs> this was so funny. Like, on Monday morning, I'm watching Mike and Mike, and Mike Golick was on. Mike Golick Jr. was on. And uh, they had Herm Edwards, the former coach and current ESPN analyst, on. And Mike Golick Jr. is a big 
uh, Game of Thrones fan, but he wasn't able to watch it because he had to be up early and was going to watch it at some point that day. And then Herm Edwards goes, as just before they're about to go to break and he's about to leave, he's like, I just have one little spoiler for you, just one little spoiler. And he says, the bad guy has a dragon now. That's not a little spoiler. That's a pretty fucking big spoiler, Herm Edwards. Oh my god. Like, it freaked. I'm so glad I watched it when it happened. Because, like, if I had not watched it and then heard that, I'd been like, what the fuck? I have to stay home now and watch Game of Thrones and see what the fuck Herm Edwards is talking about. I think him saying the bad guy has a dragon now is a bigger thing than when he said um, the, the thing about, what, what was he say? Uh, you play to win the game. That's right. Bad guy, the bad guy has a, drake, has a dragon now, has eclipsed, um, you play to win the game. If you don't know what I'm talking about, about his you play to win the game thing, uh, Google it. It's, it's, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good meltdown by a coach. I don't know if it was a meltdown. He just got kind of mad. He probably did it on purpose. I don't know. Oh, so let's see. So yeah, Game of Thrones was good. Um, I have some complaints about, not Game of Thrones per se, but just people who complain about Game of Thrones. Because now people are complaining that things are happening too quickly. Um, people are traveling a lot faster and stuff. And I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Uh, just watch the show and enjoy it. Don't over, don't quit looking for bad shit to look in, to look into about it, you know? It's so stupid. Like people are complaining that there's that, that it's too much stuff is happening in each episode, you know, and and there's no they, they don't show any scenes of them like traveling anywhere and stuff or and it's just the timelines are really fucked up. And and um yeah. So, but like, I bet these are the same people who got upset when, because when Game of Thrones came out and it was just, what the fuck just happened? Why did my, why did my, why is my phone blacking out like that? I don't understand. Um, why the fuck did my phone? My phone blacked out for a second. I'm not exactly sure why. It kind of bugged me. Um, but I'm still recording, apparently. Fuck. Technical. A techn- Really? Really, iPhone? Uh. So, yeah, Game of Thrones. I mean, seriously. You can't be upset that the episodes are too slow and pedantic and then be upset that the the show that there's too much shit happening in the shows okay pick one to be upset about all right you, you just can't be upset you know that that shit is happening all right it's just it's just fucking ridiculous you know i mean pick pick something to be upset about you know just just makes no goddamn sense it's just like those people who get upset when, oh, oh, it's too hot out, and now, oh, it's too cold. Well, you can't be upset about both. You can't be upset when it's too cold or when it's too hot, all right? 
you, you can't be upset about every goddamn thing that happens in this goddamn world of ours, alright? You can't be, you can't hate both choices. It's fucking stupid. Makes no sense. The whole fucking world makes no sense. Speaking of things that make no sense, moving on from Game of Thrones, Monday was Eclipse Day. Glad to see, I am glad to say that I did not, I did not watch the goddamn Eclipse, because I did not give a shit about the Eclipse. You know what was more annoying? You know why I hated the Eclipse? Because like, at work, at work an email chain started, because people didn't know how to view the Eclipse. People were afraid to look at the sun. You know, people were afraid to look at the sun. You know, and they were trying to, they had Googled things, they were told things, they were told that if they stick a pen in the paper and look at it that way. I think, I think that like the next time there's an eclipse, I'm going to tell people, here's what you do. You take a dump into a bucket. And then pour said bucket over your head. And then you should be able to um, watch the eclipse without going blind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that might be my suggestion. Is to, to do that. Because it's just so damn stupid. Like, I got a huge email chain. I was part of a huge email chain, which I did not respond to. And, you know, people wondering how to look at the eclipse. I'm like, I don't give a shit how you look at the goddamn eclipse. It, who fucking cares about this stupid eclipse? Did it change your life? Was it beautiful? Was it wonderful? I and mean, maybe it was. I just had no interest. Why? Because I was at work. Yet all my coworkers went outside at break to go watch the goddamn eclipse, which was fine. But I did not want to go watch the eclipse. I'm I'm sorry. I just it's just not something that I found interesting to you know to take the time to go fucking see. So yeah, I, I just do not give a shit about the goddamn eclipse at all whatsoever. No interest. No, I, I don't know when the next... I, I, I'm not sure when the next one was. I thought I heard 2024 or some shit is the next one. But yeah. Oh my god. And I know my sister works at Walmart and she kept getting calls about eclipse glasses but they were out of eclipse glasses. Just so fucking stupid. Why the fuck should we care about an eclipse when there's so much other stuff for us to be, you know, pissed off about? And, oh, I guess the eclipse was just to take our mind off of the president. And maybe the president, that explains it. So Trump decided to have a rally in Arizona on Tuesday night. What the fuck is the point of him doing rallies? I, I, does he do rallies just to, like, Boost his ego. That's got to be why he does rallies now. He doesn't have. He doesn't have to do rallies, but I think he does rallies, just, just, just to make himself feel better about things. Because he was getting ripped to shreds. So like you know, you go to a rally and you go and there's a ton of your friends there, a ton of people that who love you and will eat up every word that you say, which is so goddamn annoying. So I watched most of the Trump rally on Tuesday night and it was just so stupid like he recapped he recapped what he um the past week with uh you know the, the statement that he made the Saturday of Charlottesville and 
you know, then um, the better one that he did on that Monday and then the worse press conference that he did on Tuesday. And he was just trying to defend all his stuff. But at no point did he mention, he he omitted stuff that he had said, like how he, you know, um, how there were very fine people on both sides. There were very fine white supremacists and there were very fine neo-Nazis, which there are not very fine white supremacists or neo-Nazis. Those people are assholes and they will continue to be treated as such. But it's just so goddamn annoying. So, like, yeah, his rally, and then... I just... I love how, like, he was... uh, I was watching on CNN, and he was saying, Oh, CNN's turning off their cameras right now. They don't want to see this. Yet, CNN was showing the entire thing. You know? They they showed the entire thing. They never turned it off. They they turned it off when he was done. I don't know when he was done. I, I stopped watching at some point, but, like... And then he, um, he alluded, they told him, I love how they tell him not to talk about, they, his, his aides or whoever the fuck it was said, hey, don't mention the whole Sheriff Joe thing, you know, Sheriff Joe, that racist sheriff in Arizona who, who, you know, blatantly used profiling to, to put people in jail, you know. And, like, they told him not to mention Sheriff Joe. Because that, especially now, with, like, the Charlotte's building that happened. I mean, you want to, you want to take, you want to pardon the racist sheriff from Arizona? What, what type of message does that send? It sends a message to your white supremacist constituency who support you so much. So goddamn stupid. You pardoned uh, someone who really supported your campaign, but that's a terrible fucking reason to pardon him. He broke the law. He's a criminal. So goddamn stupid. And then I love how in his rally, he mentioned how... uh, Oh, they told me not to mention the senators from Arizona. Yet, you didn't mention their names, but you still mentioned them. Like, you were told not to. I feel like he's just, like, wanting to defy everyone. And it's like, I don't know what to do. It's like, I I, I want to stop paying attention. But I can't not stop paying attention. Because then I don't want to be one of those ignorant people who don't, Oh, I don't like politics, so I'm not going to watch it. No, I have to be mad about what the fuck happens in politics. If it makes me mad. My biggest overall complaint with politics is the two-party system. The two-party system is completely fucked up and broken. You know? Like, both sides just try to make sure that the other side doesn't get anything. And they care more about making sure the other side doesn't get anything instead of caring about the people who elected them in the first place. It's fucking ridiculous. And it's sad. And it's not going to change anytime soon. I think the only way it could possibly change is like if Trump continues to piss off both sides and then everybody just unites against him.
<laughs> and then he'll take credit for people, for uniting everyone, when in fact we were uniting against you, not, you know, with you, which I'm sure is what he wanted. But I mean, he would still take credit for it, though, because he's that much of an egotistical jerk. So yeah, the, the the stupid rally happened um on Tuesday night. The fuck happened Wednesday? Did anything of consequence happen Wednesday? Was Wednesday oh yeah, Wednesday I think was the um the Kyrie Irving trade to the Celtics for Isaiah Thomas. Um some other guy and some other tall guy named Zizic. And, um, the Nets first round draft pick from, for next year. But why the fuck can't I remember that guy's name? Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, that's who it was. Yeah, so that, that happened. I think as of right now, it's still kind of up in the air because even though the Celtics made, let the Cavaliers know and everyone else know that Isaiah Thomas has a hip issue, the Cavaliers are still reviewing it. From what I understand, the Cavs may get like a few more draft picks out of the deal, which I think is fine. The Celtics have a shitload of draft picks anyway, and they're going to keep stockpiling draft picks if they can. So I don't really see a big issue in giving up a few more draft picks for Kyrie Irving. I think it's a pretty good trade. Um, it changes the team up quite a bit, but I think I think it's going to be all right. Isaiah Thomas is too injury prone and he's older than Kyrie Irving. I, I, yeah, so I'm happy with Kyrie Irving being on the Celtics now. Despite the fact that he apparently thinks that the world is flat. Yeah. Yeah, that is a thing. I think it was during the All-Star break he talked about believing that the, the world is flat. He should be hit in the head with a globe. Really, is what should fucking happen with him. But no, I, uh... No, now that he's on my team, I really don't give a shit. He can... He can be on my team and and believe whatever the hell he wants, as long as he's a good player. And if he doesn't play well, then fuck him and his stupid world, world is flat bullshit. But yeah, I'm, I'm... once the trade gets finalized, and I'm sure they're gonna, they'll, I think Cleveland just wants more draft picks, which is which is all right. I think that'll be okay. Um, let's see. That was Wednesday. The fuck happened Thursday? Um, I don't know what happened Thursday. Friday, the Sheriff Joe thing happened when they, when Trump finally pardoned him. I love how. You know, he does it on a Friday. You know, Friday the, the low news day. But he, so he, he put it out there like, so much for waiting. So he waited two or three days to pardon Sheriff Joe. Oh, so goddamn ridiculous. But I've talked enough about Trump today. I don't know what the fuck else is happening. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, today, it's Saturday, um, the Floyd Mayweather-Conor McGregor fight is tonight, 
But I think it's actually happening after midnight, from what I understand. So we'll see what happens there. But um, I'm I'm going to watch it. I'm gonna watch it somewhere in Middlebury, Vermont, on a big screen uh, with a bunch of other people. It should be fun. Uh, it makes me think that the last time I watched a boxing pay-per-view, it ended in a disqualification. It was the one where, uh, it was Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson 2. You know the one. You know the one where, uh, when Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear off? Yeah. That's the only boxing pay-per-view I've ever watched. So what I'm saying is I'm expecting a disqualification tonight. My money would be on a disqualification if I was actually paying money. But like, I don't know. I would not have watched this fight if Pierre hadn't invited me to come and be a part of the show and watch it. I think we'll be doing a podcast, so I'll be talking during the, so sort of be heckling it, I think, which will be fun. I'll heckle it. I'll heckle the shit out of it. Be great. Should be fun. Um. The fuck else is happening? Um. Yeah. So that was yeah. That's today. So I've recapped the entire goddamn week. Isn't that good? There's a few other things that I want to talk about. One. One or two things, maybe just one thing. I'm um. I've entered in Vermont's funniest comedian again this year to be held at the Vermont Comedy Club. I think it's uh, September sixth to the ninth. My preliminary day is September seventh. I've been in. This would be my fourth one. I made it to the semifinals last year. So, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm not. I'm just gonna go there and try to be funny, try to be my funniest, and see whatever the fuck happens. That's really all I can do. But what I love though is like how nervous other comedians get. You know, like the list comes out of who's in it, and people are like, "Who's this guy? Who's this person? What's this? What's that? Oh my gosh, what's going on here? We don't know where any of these other people are because there's like a lot of fake names in there and shit. Like there's a Louis VT." Um, and a few others, and it's just people are trying to figure out who those people are, and like, and they're asking me, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm just gonna go and perform, and if they like me, that's great. But if they don't, that's fine too. I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna show up with my hardcore comedy championship belt. Be angry for four minutes. Hope that people laugh. And get the fuck off stage. That's my plan. That's how I'm going to handle the contest this year. And if I advance, I'll do the same thing for six minutes. And if I advance, I'll do the same thing for nine minutes. That's how it fucking works. But it's just... it just, I just have to laugh at how nervous people get about this stuff. You know, and... I'll admit in past years it does bother me when I don't get picked, but I'm determined not to give a shit about that this year. But I probably will still get 
still get upset about it because that's how that's how that's how I go. I can't say that I won't get upset about. It. I'm gonna be a little depressed about it. I have to. I'll just probably get it out of my system, but I won't be that upset about it. It may last for like maybe an hour or so, but then um, I'll get past it and move on to other things because there's more important things to do. Because like I'm in a bit of a conundrum because I have to be in Comedy Thunderdome on September 9th, and the finals for Vermont's Funniest Comedian are September 9th. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? You know? I mean, I've I've already talked it over with my Vermont Comedy Outlaw counterparts, and they're fine with me not being able to make the finals. They'll they'll make it work somehow, which is fine. But like, and I mean, I don't even know. I'm not even the contest hasn't even started yet. I don't even know. I I probably won't even make it past the first round since I'm planning. Hey, I might not. The finals are then. I might not be able to make it. Just so I mean. Who who fucking cares? That's my that's that's my strategy for Vermont's funniest comedian in two thousand seventeen. Who fucking cares? That's how I'm gonna handle it. That's my plan. Yeah. I think it's a good strategy. We'll see how it works. If it doesn't work this year, then I'll try something else next year. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Just don't know. Let's see. Let's get to uh, what pisses you off. Um, I'm pretty sure this is what's pissing him off. Uh, My dad is the contestant this week. I haven't told him this. But uh, uh, he... He went and... uh, he, He hit a deer about two months ago. And then he got the car fixed, and it took about six weeks to get the car back. And then he went down to, um, he was, he lived, he works down in Manchester, so he played Stonebridge on Thursday, uh, Stonebridge Golf Course in Golf, Goffstown, New Hampshire. And, um, uh, he couldn't, the, the car wouldn't start. So we had to call AAA. And they came and, and towed the, they towed the car to this garage in Manchester that a friend of his knew about. And so, like, I met him and his friend halfway at, like, exit 9, and I drove him home. And then, like, he contacted the garage the next day, and they started the car fine. They found no problem with the car. So I'm pretty sure that's what my dad is pissed off about right now is... Um, the car um, was repaired after the deer hitting it, and then he's still having problems with it. So that's that's what it is. So here we go. I hate when I have to get my car repaired. Say hypothetically, I uh, you know it hits a fucking deer or a moose or something, and then I get it back, and it's not as in as good a shape as it was when they got it back. And then a few weeks later, I go drive, and the fucking car doesn't even goddamn start. Don't you think when these mechanics fix the cars, they may do like a complete inspection of the whole damn thing to see if there's any other issues? Because I'm sure, I'm sure hitting the deer didn't just damage the front of the car. I'm sure it damaged like the whole 
car in some respect, like in a whole accordion effect. It, it just doesn't one one system in the front probably doesn't probably affects all the other shit in the back. It's just so goddamn stupid that the mechanics they just fixed what was what they saw was broken and did as little as possible about it. And then when he when I have to like try to go somewhere, I try to start the car and the car doesn't fucking start. And I'm thinking, what the fuck did these people? At the mechanic, do didn't they try to fucking fix the car? It's so goddamn ridiculous that that shit happens. That was this week's what pisses you off. Um, let's see, let's get to the uh, closing stuff. Uh, I have a YouTube page. I think that's what it's called, a YouTube page, right? A YouTube page. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's a page, but. Um, yeah, there's it, right, I have a YouTube thing where I list all my videos, so, um, subscribe to my YouTube, uh, page thing, I don't know what the fuck it's called, I'll remember and I'll talk more about it next week, um, also, uh, uh, find the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast on Facebook, I have 139 likes on there right now, I'm always looking for more people to like it. Um, also, uh, f- for Twitter, follow at Mixkill Media. Mixkill Media is the media network that puts out the McTaggart Attack podcast. It's ran and owned by G.W. Foley and Max. I can't remember Max's last name. But they're two lovely guys who do a lovely job running their lovely media network. Lovely is just a word. Get over your fucking selves. And finally, follow me on Twitter, at Kev McTee. Um, yeah. Alright, I'm going to cut it there. You guys have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week. Um, go fuck yourself.